<laughs> I was doing my uh, Bruce Forsyth style. You are absolutely right. I'm really hoping everyone can hear us at the moment and that the audio is not too bad because I'm very, very nervous right now. Oh. Hannah Marie says, great work, Chris. Looks oh, great. Oh, oh thank good. Goodness. I was just going to say, I want to give a, a heads up to our teammate, go team Chris, um, for sorting out some entire new technological wizardry yeah. this week. Have, last week, after the show, uh, after the classic show we recorded, Lucy sort of said, is there any way we can like do like... This and that, and I turned. And, and Chris said, "I'm not. I don't think so." And I, I went, "No, don't bother, don't bother." But it's Chris fine. loves <laughs> the challenge, and look what he's made. We've been getting updates all week, and we've been getting um, ghost Ooh. experiments with him walking in and out of his own kitchen yeah. as well. Hannah Marie does say you're a little bit. Quiet, That's interesting. Chris. I like this. It's live yes, feedback. Well, I'll tell you live what. Feedback. I'll get a bit closer to my microphone in the hope that it works a little bit better. Or maybe I'll move the microphone yeah, closer. You to sound me. quite loud to yeah. me. No heavy breathing, there, please, Chris. Oh, well. It's. Uh, Oh, it's post-watershed, isn't it? We can do what we like. Is he still quiet? Because Andrew Palmer also Right, let me have quiet. a quick look at my audio to see if I can fix this problem. Uh, well, that's all right. Should, do you want me to get chatting about I, something well, while you fix it? I, or? No, well... Are we going to discuss the news first? Yeah. Because uh, I just want to... Um, because when I read this out, I think I read it incorrectly, I heard it sound like Disneyland Paris have announced Pride Weekend scheduled for <laughs> June the 12th. But it should have been... Disneyland Paris have announced that Pride Weekend, scheduled for June the 12th, and blah, 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 have both yes. been cancelled. Yes. That sounds, yeah, that sounds That's more like it. Is, that, is this a bit better now, by so the way? So, Electroland Weekend. I'm, I'm hoping my audio is a bit better. I just realised the, the balance was right down. Um, Judges? A little, a little better. better. We shall see. We'll give it time. We'll better. give it time. If it's not right this week, you, it'll be right next week. You camp. It's fine. It's a work oh. in progress. Yeah. Fabulous. Right, so, yeah, sorry, Hugh, that might be my punctuation at fault there, or maybe you should read the news before the show yeah, starts. Yeah, and not, like, as the title's <laughs> starting, you know, open the email and then read it. Maybe I should read it but some point during the day. this is, we're on to, um, we're on to the second turnover now, because these were the first two big um, event cancellations announced last mm-hmm. year in March. And they're the first kind of second generation COVID announcements made, if mm. you know what I mean. The second lot that's been um, confirmed is not happening. Um, so I, it's understandable. It's large gatherings. Um, the Pride weekend is... Intri- I, I don't know how they're going to cope. I know they'll cancel the main event, but it's a big thing in general is Disney Pride. And even before it was official or it was advertised, it used to be a big thing for the LGBT yeah. community to go. Lots of people would wear rainbows. So I'm presuming that in an unofficial capacity, that will still be celebrated. Um, Disney Pride sounds like it's uh, like they're just proud to be Disney characters. <laughs> You know, like, I'm here and I'm Lumiere. Get used to it. The very... <laughs> the, um, they're very careful to skate the fine line between um, showing appreciation and also being aware that they're family-friendly, multinational, mm. um, multi-religious, etc. So it does... It non- celebrates diversity of all non- kinds. Non-denominational. Yes, that's, that's the word. 
Um, so it celebrates diversity of all kinds, and it's a real big family event as well at Disney, which perhaps isn't as much in sort of city centres, Manchester, Canal Street, mm. etc. It's a very family-friendly thing. Um, so again, a shame, but I really hope that it's embraced this year. Electroland, guys, I don't get it. <laughs> I don't get it. What don't you get? I don't get electric music. I don't get going somewhere like Disneyland to watch loads of lasers flop around and some guy on a stage going. Oh. You don't. Oh no, we've we've lost them. Um, this is unprecedented. I don't know what it means, and I don't know what to do. I'm flying solo. Help, help me! I'm like a rabbit in headlights. Do you know what? I'm just gonna um, go to the to the start card for a minute and try and work out what on earth is going on here. We're back. We're back. It wasn't my fault. Yay! <laughs> It was entirely my fault. I I had um, a FaceTime call pop up on my iPad that I'm using, so it so, won't happen yeah, again. So, so now we know that if someone tries to call you while you while we're doing this, that that ruins everything. Somewhat. Yes. <laughs> wow. Oops. Okay. What a night to find that out. So, well, let's just go straight back into it. So, I I. Don't know how big Electroland stuff is in the UK. I think it's quite massive in mainland Europe. I don't know. Are you guys are you guys down with that? Does it appeal? Um does it appeal to me? Uh not entirely, but I do know people like it. I guess, you know, it takes all types of people, doesn't it? So I don't see any issue with it. Um but, Oh no no, no. I'm not criticizing yeah, not it and going. I'd, I'd be willing to uh see what it's yeah. about. Would you? Yeah. Might be brilliant. Could be, I mean... I think the thing is, it doesn't. It seems a very adult um, pastime. It doesn't seem very family-friendly, mm. and most things that Disney do are. Mm. Anyway, that's for other yes. people. <laughs> I won't be going. <laughs> um, anyway, the world of Disney is still doing the thing that we said it was doing last week. It's still opening for three weekends. But... Obviously, we were taught last week about them queuing all the way around um, yeah. the hub, etc., because they've got limited capacity. They've reduced this capacity. Um, the numbers seem quite arbitrary if you don't know how they worked out, don't they? I presume it's on square footage yeah. or something. But I was quite surprised how high they were, because 179 people, I suppose it's a big shop. I don't know if that includes staff, etc., but... That seems like loads to say that people were queuing around the block It as does well. seem quite a lot. I guess they're telling people to maximise their time in there as well, aren't they? Like, like don't be mm. coming back again. And they've, they've, they've limited to, is it 50 items they can purchase now or something? Because, you know, 50. Yeah, 50 items <laughs> 50. per guest, which is not that limited, not really. is it? They must have had some <laughs> serious problems with eBayers if they're limiting to 50. There must have been people getting 70 yeah, items. Yeah. Mainly pins. I remember seeing people being uh, shamed for buying Splash Mountain merchandise. Oh. You know, when it was announced it was getting... Um, it announced it was changing and yeah. then it reop- um, reopened. And the and first day of the park being reopened, um, there was people going... You know those big Ikea carrier bags? Mm-hmm. They had them two strapped to one arm, two strapped to the other arm, one round the head. <laughs> All this kind of walking walking down yeah. Main Street. It's, but, just, it's grubby, isn't it? It is a grubby. little bit. And then, and then you're going to find. I mean, them I on. think this prompts an interesting discussion, though, because there's there's people who buy them as chances and put them on eBay and mm-hmm. make a profit, but there's a lot of people who shop to order. Yeah. 
There are people who make a living in Florida. Someone like me would say, could you get me a Brer Rabbit plush, pay in advance? And they're only making a couple mm. of quid on it, um, you know, rather than selling it for 10 times mm-hmm. its value. How do you feel about that compared to eBay? If it's being bought for somebody, I don't really have any problem with it as such. I think when it's being bought for, for people to bang on eBay and try and get as much money as they can, um, I'm, I'm a bit more... I'm a bit less happy about it. Um, I I uh, I bid on a, a copy of, um, uh, of of a book uh, this week on eBay, and I was the leading bidder for a very long time. And in the last ten seconds, somebody outbid me. They blatantly waited, you know these these lurkers like they do. Um, and, and well, that's what I do, Chris. I'm a lurker because people yeah. people show the hand yeah, too yeah. early, and it's like. Who are these people that are placing bids, like, you know, like two days before this and that and this? Like, you wait until there's 20 seconds, like, you get everything set up, and then people, they get relaxed, they're like, huh, I've won this, and then you swoop in and you get it. That's yeah, when you get it. Yeah, yeah, thanks for that. Two devices on the go, watching the clock <laughs> so, on one, so refreshing the other. I'm glad I beat you mm. to yeah. that item. The frustrating thing is that... Because <laughs> it's taught yeah, you lesson. teach me. The frustrating thing is that, that you were... Uh, if, if if I would have paid that bit more, it's just that's that's what's annoying to me is I would have paid more for it than I did. Yeah. Or didn't. Yeah. I'm saying that I have just won two items that I bid on two days ago, uh, and I paid a penny over the yeah, initial yeah. asking price, and I won them both because I knew no one had buy them. <laughs> uh, Susie got a uh, a Splash Mountain jumper for five dollars from the Disney outlet shop, and she's saying oh, it'll be worth loads. Oh, that yeah, sounds good. Yeah, that does sound good. Do you know, I was debating next time we go to Florida whether we're going to bother taking the taxi trip out to the outlet, but that story alone has made me think, <laughs> no, we do need to. We do need to. I got an amazing mm. dress. I got an orange bird dress from there. It was fabulous. And we saw uh, a vlogger that we watch a lot who just uh, split up with uh, his partner. Um, well, she she split up with him publicly <laughs> and uh, yeah and he, he did like a public video where he was crying and everything and saying I don't know why and she was there and I went it's <laughs> <laughs> nothing like vlogger spotting in Florida is it? and we'd already like taken his side and we're like there she is which isn't fair because we don't know the, we don't know the ins and outs but oh yes fun times right the castle mm. I'd I'd kind of said when we heard about this, I said it wouldn't stop me going, probably not even for the first time. The castle's never important as you think it is. But we were um, on a social Zoom call last night and I was flicking through Twitter during a lull (laughs) and a picture came up and I turned to you and went, have you seen it? Have you seen it? It does look a bit of a state Mm -hmm. at the moment. Now, having said that, the tarp isn't up and they're having one of those... Uh, litho printed tarps up so it looks realistic mm-hmm. but it has gone right to the tip of that tower yeah uh, if you just see down here there's a, a weeter <laughs> stuck to our <laughs> castle and I noticed it earlier but I, I left it there because Bonnie uh, puts this over while she has her breakfast and Lucy hasn't noticed there's a weeter stuck to it and I thought this will be funny to mention on the show the housewife shame look it's stuck That's on hard grim. oh don't pull it down <laughs> Right, okay. Listen, listen to it. Wow. It's a rock hard weeter. So it goes up to the second highest tower and it's in completely encased in classic steel scaffolding. Awesome. Everyone, you can't see the castle at all. It's uh, not what you want to see to cheer you up. Having said that, I really, 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 really hope 
that the management at Disneyland Paris have said there's nobody in the park so we can work round the clock let's get as much of this done while there's mm-hmm. no one here as possible. Yeah. Because, of course, in previous years, they either have to do only cosmetic things during park opening or wait till after park closing, and that's why things take months and months and months. I really hope that they're pushing forward on this, because that, yeah. that would be good, yeah. if they could. Because, yeah. yeah, when it finally reopens in April and they've got reduced capacity... Perspex everywhere and no castle. <laughs> uh, you know, maybe not going to be the uh, quite the happiest place on earth at that point. But we might be there to tell you. Oh, have we mentioned this? No. I made yeah, you... some um, park reservations. Oh, you, you hinted that some, you might. She made some ten... tentative, tentative park reservations. With no transport. Over three days, the one in the middle... We don't have a reservation for us. So. <laughs> it, was, it was booked up. This is what uh, forced my hand is. I went on April um, thinking, let, let's have a look, let's see. And there was only two days left in the whole of April. There was the 6th and the 8th. So I, I booked some park right. reservations for the 6th and the 8th. Um, and that was it. And now it's it's completely sold out to wow. mid-May. So I'm glad I did. Yeah. Um, but I will, I will be a good citizen and cancel them in good time if we decide not to go. But... Yeah, it, we don't know what's happening with our Florida holiday, so if we're not going to Florida, we're darn well going to Paris. <laughs> right. So, the, um, yeah, the Disney housing, the like the dormitories. Oh, as it I, were. I took a gamble with that pronunciation. <laughs> you did well. Ple- you did well. I was impressed. Yes. Places. Places. It's places. Like. Places. Man. Oh, Why I managed places. Le Pleiades. <laughs> Oh, it's spelt differently. In Lucy's nose, it's spelt differently um, at the top. Ah, that's just... To further down. That's just a typo. Which one? All right. Yeah, so it's an an opening day facility, which means it's 27 years old, and it is very, very much in the ilk of, you know, you're out of town, um, halls of Mm. residence, university kind of things. Um, And it's been completely demolished, and rebuilt from scratch with new improved campus-style services. So we presume that's going to be a dining hall and communal laundry and things like that. Now, (laughs) yeah, yeah. Now, this is another thing um, that I wonder if they're exploiting, and good on them if they are, they're exploiting the current situation, because this is, of course, meant to house international cast Mm -hmm. members and college programme cast members, uh, people on learning exchanges... That kind of thing. Um, and the, the, there won't mm. be any. They've cancelled all temporary contracts at the moment. So they're, they're working on a basic staff who will all be locals. So I'm presuming that this needed replacing, but they probably got they probably would have had to do it a building at a time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, or a section at a time or something. But they've, they've razored it. They've just flawed the whole thing. They've knocked all the buildings down and they're starting a new village from scratch. So, again... Silver linings. Yeah, there's all sorts going on, isn't there? Busy, busy, busy. Yeah. <laughs> Chris, do that clever thing where we're we're split okay. into three. There you go. I'm very concerned that you were you you were all tiny in the well, car. I tell you what, should I do this for a while? It's just it while I'm not talking, I could have it like this and just keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, who do we see? Well, has anyone got any comments on our news? That's what I meant to say next. Anyone got anything interesting to? 
to add? Well, let's see. Do, does to- the castle bother anyone? Uh, Hannah Marie has said, um, with the Disney Hotel and the castle under construction, I'm really debating making a last-minute trip. Do you mean debating whether... Whether not to. Not to go or to go? Just to see what it's like. <laughs> I love a good build inside me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Mark Chester's here. Mark, was it you or Mark with a Q who asked us last week uh, why we were called 37 Disney Street? Oh, it's, no, it's Mark yeah. Chester. Yeah, it was Mark Chester. Um... So I, we, I can answer that for you now if you want. <laughs> That's, That's a good idea, yeah. yeah. Um, uh, 1937 was when uh, Snow White came out. And, you know, since we were doing uh, a classics review show initially, we liked the number 37. And we, we also liked the idea of, like, living in a house. And we'll watch the film in the house and then we'll review it afterwards. And then we pop up to the kids' bedroom and ask them what, what they think. So we're better than 37 Disney Street. We spent a long time figuring that out, we? did. we? Well... What actually happened, I'm going to take some credit here, is we needed a name for our podcast. So I sat down one morning while these two were at work and I forced myself to come up with 50 names for our podcast. Do you remember this? I do. I remember it well, yes. Boys, you remember getting like a message? Yesterday. And 49 of them were rubbish. <laughs> or already and used. Fact, Hugh's, Hugh's summation was that 50 of them were rubbish and I kind of sulkily went in the car... Oh, I liked Disney Street, because that's all I put on the mm. list, wasn't it? I liked Disney Street. I thought it could be like we lived there. And then we kind of discussed it and built it. And then that. I said, oh, I listen to Kevin Smith podcasts a lot. And uh, 37's like this mystic number for him. And there's this whole thing about 37's appearing everywhere. And uh, and he went, oh, yeah, quite like the idea of that. And, uh, and then um, we kind of just settled on it, didn't we? We settled. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We settled. We settled. <laughs> in life as in podcasts. Andrew Palmer says that he imagines the cast quarters are like... Uh, Carry the watermelon. Ah. <laughs> All right, so Hannah Marie's just clarifying, uh, yeah, not to go. Ah, yes. Yeah, uh, that makes more sense. <laughs> uh, and Lee Stephen Cooper, uh, says it's going to be strange with no castle, but hopefully it will make the 30th celebrations amazing. Mm. I just... Marvel opening too. I just want to be in a Disney park. I just really, really, really need to be in a Disney park under any circumstances, and the sooner the better. And we've been before. (laughs) We can take it. Yeah. And I thought if we did have a a day in between, we might go over to um, Chessy, because we've never been before, and go to the shopping centre and check that out. That would be nice. Hey? It would, wouldn't it? Oh, lovely. Susie thought 37 was the age of our target audience. (laughs) Probably is. (laughs) Um, The median age. Right. So, whose face do we look at while we listen to Bob's I don't have a question from Bob today, I'm afraid. And and sorry, Bob, I did mention this to him when he emailed her this week. He has sent me some new questions. Hooray. Um, But I was kind of doing all of this. So... uh, Yeah, it yeah, yeah. Maybe we should just uh, play his jingle and uh, I'll just say. I haven't got a jingle set up either because I knew I didn't have his question today, <laughs> right. so I wasn't ready for it. I've got. Okay. So it, we're moving on. No, I was going to say, Sorry, I've got, go on, look, on, on my, on my mo- mobile phone now, I've got this um, uh, soundboard thing, but it also allows me to change the cameras and stuff. It's quite clever, but if I want a sound on it, I have to load it in, and I haven't loaded it in, so it's tough. I can play the Tiki Cup song. I can play the filler music like I did when everything went to pot earlier on. Those of you who missed it, um, and I can play bongs, but that's about all I can do this week, I'm afraid. 
Was that background the wrong way around a moment ago? I don't know. I'm sure it's just flipped. It shouldn't have done. No, no, I think I'm talking rubbish. I'm talking rubbish. Right. Right. This week's discussion question then. Um, oh, yeah. This, this question uh, kind of sprang out of... Uh, I, was, I was watching some uh, geeky Disney World discussion things and it made me start thinking about Paris. In, hopefully, about five years, we're going to get the Galaxy Edge... Um, Star Wars land built in the Paris Park, we hope. Um, and it's currently constructed in California and uh, Orlando. I'm sorry, I'm really stuttering today. Um, but the time frame is between episodes eight and nine, I think. So you've got, and, and they did this. This was planned years before it was actually built. They've done it so that they could have BB-8 and Ray and Kylo Ren uh. is like a, a centre figure in the Rise of the Resistance mm-hmm. ride. And it, it's all kind of built around that. It's <laughs> Now, what's happened since is they've announced, is it 15 new Star Wars? One or two. Either TV shows, animations or yep. projects. Mm-hmm. And they've also had a massive hit with the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Um, they've got uh, who's the orange girl with the plaits? <laughs> Ahsoka. They've got Ahsoka, who's hot property at the moment, and and none of it fits in with this land. So the question is that I put to you: when they build it in Paris, should it stick to the original format as it is in America? Should it have a new timeline, and if so, which timeline? Or should they get a little bit slack with the canon and just throw everybody in there? What would be your ideal? You're both Star Wars geeks, so I'm going to leave it over to you now. Chris? I quite like this whole idea that they've got for the Marvel uh, Avengers campus that they connect the different parks through one of the features there don't they that everything's all connected i'd like to see something like that happen and so for me it can't be the same as what's already there it needs to be its own entity and i think it can be somewhere that it it can be connected to whatever else is is already there in in the existing galaxies edges edgy um and other other places but it'd be nice to see something a bit different i also i'm not a big fan of the whole idea of just taking something and cloning it they, you know, we put Toy Story Land in Paris. They didn't just pick that up and do exactly the same thing uh, in California. They did something different. So that that's what I want to. I want to see something different, something that moves it forward, something that advances it. So it makes sense that from a time frame and things that, that they do consider things a little bit differently. Um, yeah, I also quite like the idea that 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 it's a a different place anyway. Like, is, is it? It's called. Is it called Baku? Is that right? Yeah, yeah. That, that it's its a Batu, Batu, sorry, Batu. yeah. That it's its own entity anyway. Kind of leaves it open to be whatever it wants to be. But I don't think we need necessarily the Millennium Falcon there. I don't think, I don't think it's an absolute necessity. It could be. I don't know. It just, it just. I just want to see something different, something new and interesting. I, I just, I think Galaxy's Edge in uh, Florida, it's so short sighted of them. Short sighted of them to to say. No, um, it's going to be just the new films, so you can meet Ray and you can meet BB-8, uh, especially, you know, with what happened with those mm. films and uh, what a mess the whole thing was. And just, you know, like, the draw for people 
is always going to be Vader over Kylo yeah. Ren, you know, R2-D2 over BB-8. It is, isn't it? Because they're, you know, they're what you think of. Um, but I think they are going to pull back a bit on that now and they are going to start getting your, your, your Vaders and your Han Solos in there. But um, I, I just... I kind of appreciate the um, the the world building and like having you know like a set timeline yeah. and stuff, you know, to make it sort of immersive. But at the end of the day, does anybody care? Like when you go there, you know you're in a park. You're not going to go, oh, no, oh, there's Darth Vader. But wait a minute, there's um, it, I don't know that, that that little one that's got Morning Myrtle's voice. The um... like, who cares. <laughs> I don't mind. It's just Star Wars. I'll take it all. The Star Wars project came about as a direct response to um, the Wizarding World in Universal, mm-hmm. which has absolutely smashed all records. But I've, I haven't been. I'm a massive Harry Potter fan. I haven't been there yet, so I can't speak from experience. But as far as I understand, no leading characters appear in the land at all. They don't have some poor man's Hermione sort of signing autographs yeah. on the corner. They have the shops like Madame Malkins, Malkins and stuff like that. So the world is there, but the people aren't. And that is far more realistic, really, um, than just running into these massive celebrities. And I think I would prefer them to keep all recognisable characters from any film or TV series yeah. out of it build a, la- a world we all recognise and then they can have people of those races that could have someone of Ahsoka's race or they could have someone don't of Yoda's... You don't even need that. It's droids. Ad- you, don't need species, any, you don't need more than that. That's what I mean, droids. species. It's all, it's all down to droids. Yeah, if, you've droids got, if you've got droids wandering yeah. around that land um, independently and everything... Droids and stormtroopers. happy as anything. That's yeah. all you need, isn't it? I don't feel like they quite 100% get what makes it magic? Mm. Like they, they seem hung up on you know what's current, you know what they think is going to have the most appeal, whereas they're missing the magic. They also you have problems with the um, face ca- characters interacting. The thing is in Florida and California, is that the the characters interact with you on the streets it's not a meet and greet so you'll see them running away from stormtroopers and then they'll yeah. ask you to help them hide and it's all this kind of interaction and um, you have big problems with that in paris because of the multilingualness <laughs> and i know that there's the multilingual in america as well but not not with the same bias as they are in paris where it's you know 12 different languages equally mm-hmm. weighted um, so I I don't think they'll do that anyway. I imagine it's just going to be the size of a courtyard anyway with a couple of things around it. <laughs> do, do you know what I'd like to see? I'd like to see them build something in the vein of um, the Swiss fan, family Robinson treehouse set in Kashyyyk mm. um, and where it's always life day. I, I think what more could you want out of <laughs> oh, Star Wars than, than, than that? You know, <laughs> it's, it's Christmas, it's festive. You, you could have a really good theme with it. It'd be amazing. In all seriousness, I'll take it. If we got Endor, if they just—I mean, they will. In the the end of the day, they are going to lift the blueprint at, at over. At the end of the day. At the end of the day, they are going to lift the blueprint over because it's cheaper. You know, this is how these corporations work. But if they could have Batu in Orlando and we got Endor and we got the Ewoks tree houses, oh. 
That would do me fine. Moss Eisley yes. would be good. Yes, Moss Eisley would be good. And mm. I, I mean, you know, you've got a really obvious. It's foliage you've though. You've got a really ob- obvious nice. theme, theme for a restaurant there, haven't you? As well. And, well, they've got the cantina, haven't they? The thing about Moss Eisley is, is yeah. the scope for that to span over different periods a lot a lot easier, I think, because you know they touch on it in the Mandalorian. Mm. It, it appears in, you know, different different areas different times so it's a, a good opportunity to kind of do that blend a little bit more i guess maybe yeah i think i'm just prepared uh, to hear what's going on and go oh are they doing oh are they doing that oh, all right i'll go but all right <laughs> <laughs> what what did what do our friends think what do our chatters think uh, andrew palmer says with obi-wan coming out it should be set between three and four mm. three and four yes I think that's where the majority of the TV series are set between three and four. Matt Chester would like a neon-heavy uh, part of the world that was a Coruscantish. Ooh. Or Coruscant, as my friend used Coruscant. to pronounce it. And we had, had a big debate. We, we had a big pre-internet debate over it. And I was like, I'm sure it's uh, Coruscant. He's like, no, it's Coruscant. Mmm... <laughs> Uh, Andrew Palmer also says, Endor in Sequoia Lodge. Ooh. Yes. Bad work. Ooh, it, what if they're rethemed? What if they're rethemed Sequoia Lodge as uh, Endor? Just the whole thing. <laughs> can't see it happening, but we can dream, can't we? We can dream. Oh, Bambi. I hope not. I know. First I a know. mother and then that. Seems a bit cruel. <laughs> <laughs> Right, shall I? Shall I end finally? Is well, yeah, but I've got, I've got one, I've got one little thing to say. Go on then. Uh, just, a, um, I've been watching this um, YouTube channel. Uh, it's called uh, James James Gurney, and he's just a painter. I just stumbled across one of his videos, recommended, and now I just watch his videos in the background all day long. He's just, he's just a watercolor gouache painter. Uh, anyway, um, I was watching some of his videos, and then this, this this other one popped up, and it was a bit different to the other ones. It was more like a documentary. And then I realised that this guy is the guy who created um, Dinotopia, which is appropriate because that was the on the tram tour, mm. wasn't it? And we, and we used to slag it off and go, oh, "What was Dinotopia? <laughs> who cares about that?" But actually, um, I, I do like the sort of the idea behind it and the the visuals. But I just thought it was interesting that they that he, I watched all these videos before I would even found out. Oh, is that guy? Is he? For those of you who don't know, who've never had the joy of going on the tram tour, which even people who've been going for years just didn't bother because it wasn't a great attraction. Um, Halfway round, for no reason, they had a sort of archway podium thing, which was a prop from a a thing I've never seen called Dinotopia. I don't know how popular it was. Did you two watch it? No. I've seen it, but, you know, it started out as books. Oh, Okay. No, not seen it. Yeah. Anyway, well, that will be sorely missed. Just thought it was interesting. I was like, oh, that's that's that's, that's where that comes from. And I got a new appreciation of it. Yeah. Um, the Dunn family, I say, they're loving our podcast. Maybe have a virtual day oh, in the park. like those, don't we? We have mm. done a couple already. We, we've done two, uh, what what do we call them? Choosing yeah, days, yeah. haven't we? Where we yeah. go around. Might, we enjoy those. Might be chewing And them. actually, uh, in 10 years' time, I won't be able to remember... If we went there, <laughs> the three of us or not, because see, because they're so vivid yeah, in yeah. our minds as we walk through and we go, oh, I, I think I fancy a snack. What about you guys? So. See, the thing is, 
Um, go back, do, and, go back do and, and find with, him. Doing it with Hugh, though, if you haven't listened to them yet, this tells you so much about him. On his fantasy day, when he can do anything he wants, Chris stuff too. still annoys him. Yeah. Chris too. People get in his way on his fantasy day. He goes to the Princess Pavilion and it's Aurora. <laughs> How can you disappoint yourself on your own fantasy it, day? At least it wasn't it. a hairy aerial, though, eh? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right. Um, yeah. And Can I finally. say something before you end finally? That is, it, that is kind of end finally yes. anyway. We uh, we got a review okay. on uh, on iTunes for this. No, we're not there. We're on to second discussion. This is the end finally discussion. We'll get to the reviews. Oh, first. okay. Is that somewhere else? Okay. Okay. Go. I'll shut up. Okay. <laughs> the end finally discussion. I'm trying to find little almost pointless bits of news that we can talk about. And this is the most pointless bit of news I could find. So, Disneyland Paris now sell branded shoe rain covers for 30 <laughs> euros. Wow. Would you buy them? Now, I saw this on, I think it was Twitter, and there was loads of people underneath going, oh, this is amazing. My feet got so wet last January. If they'd sold these, I would have bought them in a heartbeat. And then I'm thinking, your feet are already wet. That's like... Buying, buying a condom after you get your girlfriend <laughs> pregnant. Something, something to put over your shoe? It's just a plastic raincoat for your shoe with a little um, tie around the top. Right, okay, yeah. Little thing, plastic bag mm. for your shoe. They are fitted. Um, but, yeah, they now sell them. They're advertised now. I'd wear them. Um, and the thing is, you have to buy them in advance before you get yes. wet feet. Do That's look, my point. Do they look like big yellow Mickey's clogs? No. Because that would be good. The five euros like them. Mm. That's what I'd say. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> it's, yeah, you've got to, there's a big hole in the reasoning. I think the thing is, they sell so much merch when weather mm. changes. Like in the middle of summer, they sell so many hoodies if it drops below 18 degrees because people, oh, I'm a bit chilly, I'll go buy a hoodie and so on and so forth. And the same with ponchos. That I think they're trying to get on that train, mm. but I'm thinking the minute you realise your feet are wet, Shoe covers aren't going to do Not anything entirely, for you. No. So I think that impulse buy might be going. Anyway. Yeah, I don't get that. I thought it was worth <laughs> the discussion. Right, so now we're on the uh, wrap-up, See, I didn't Chris. get the difference the between up. and finally and the wrap-up. I, did, I didn't. <laughs> right. It makes sense now. Yeah, I'm with now you now. explained it, but... Yeah. I should have yeah. read your notes. <laughs> I send around these show notes. In <laughs> early afternoon, listeners. Early afternoon, these got sent. It's 8.30. Mm. Right, so the wrap-up. So, Chris, we got a review, didn't oh, we? Oh, it's funny you should say that. Yes, we did, actually. Yeah, on, on iTunes, it says, Best podcast ever. It keeps you up to date with all the news and is so funny. And that's from Kitty Cat. So, thank you, Kitty Cat. If anyone else would like to give well, us one. Well, she's not no. wrong. Well, maybe the she's... funny bit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because all the best uh, podcasts are cut off halfway through when your mum calls, <laughs> aren't they? <laughs> Thanks, Kitty Cat. <laughs> We, we genuinely appreciate it. I know that I'm dripping with sarcasm because I can't take compliments. <laughs> and I, I do want to recommend that uh, the Dunn family, if that's what you're after, uh, we have done a couple of the virtual mm. park days and they're good fun. They really are good um, episodes. We did one quite recently, didn't we? Christmas one, yeah. we did yeah. a Christmas one. We did a Christmas one, so that'd be easy to find. And then we did one, uh, what, last summer, was it? Yeah, well, while it was shut. When it first yeah, shut. Yeah, maybe, when it May first shut. And yeah. we thought, oh, it's only going to be shut for three weeks. Let's yeah. do this. How uh, little did we mm. know? They're going May 16th as well. Oh, good luck. Ooh. Mm. Oh, and also, yeah, uh, someone else said uh, they were going to do... Oh, sorry. 
Manchester said they're hoping to do a vlog in uh, Disneyland Hotel when they go in December. Oh, cool. Oh, that would be nice. Hey, will, will it be open in December? Virgin Virgin Vloggers. We shall December. see. Uh, we, they haven't got an no, opening no. date yet. Oh. And it did say it was going to be shut for over a year, but it will have been over a yeah. year by December, so... It says hoping Yeah, to. yeah. Yeah. I really, I really hope it is for you, and I really look forward to seeing your vlog mm-hmm. as well. I mean, these days, that's why... I'm so desperate to go, I'm desperate to get more mm. vlogs out. Speaking of which, we're on the wrap-up, so I can plug <laughs> this. I have uploaded the next instalment of my DVC, talking about DVC videos, to our YouTube channel. Check that out, because this is the one where I talk about how much it costs and is it worth it, which I think are the two most important mm. things. Well, those are the two things people want to know, mm-hmm. basically. And I talk about real, real figures and real money, so you can decide whether or not you think it's worth it. Um, I'm also going to ask you to check out our Disney trivia show, which uh, 37 Quizney Street, which we release the first and the third Wednesday of the month. And we also have our classics show. This is where it all started, um, where we review the classics in order. And that is uh, the second and fourth Monday of the month. And this week we are reviewing... Home yes, on the we range. Are. We've got it that far. This is like in a marathon. This is kind of like mile twenty-one. Or how long is a marathon? I only know in kilometres. It's forty-two kilometres. This is like yeah, your thirty-seventh kilometre <laughs> when you're really yeah. hurting. I say kilometre. <laughs> do you now? Yeah, I do. We'll discuss that later. So, boys, anything else to add before I start wrapping up and saying bye-bye? Um, yes, nope. just one thing to add. Um, in my haste to uh, ready all of these changes, I forgot to put the closing music in. So today we're not going to have any. Uh, what's going to happen is we're going to say our goodbyes <laughs> and then we're going to take us to a car. Dump you out to the street. It. Yeah, you're off. Unless you're listening, well, in no, which case hang you will on. Know, because I'll, I'll put it in the post. Anyway. Whilst I um, whilst I say the last couple of things I've got to say, which are very boring, anyone in the chat, if they want to nominate a Disney song for Hugh to sing or to play us out, then please do so now. Are you not happy about that? <laughs> it's a bit short notice. I'll tell Chris to sing it instead. So... This is the boring stuff. You can find us on YouTube, Instagram, Twitter and Facebook. And don't forget to like, subscribe, click the bell notification, leave us a review. And uh, also we have Patreon if you want to support the channel in that way. Have we got an amazing request in the chat now? No. Ah, damn it. Just Susie asking where else uh, she can review it she doesn't have iTunes. Uh, uh, I don't know, Chris. Pod Chaser, I think. Pod chaser. Be our guest. I don't know it well enough. <laughs> Go on then, Chris. Play us out. Oh, 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 oh. That's what I did on my recording of it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>